Get ready, because you're about to get sucked in. Welcome to Down the Black Hole. I'm your host, Coeli, and I'm a starseed who's obsessed with everything cosmic, energy, and otherworldly as it relates to our 3D reality. I consider myself a modern-day philosopher because I love to think. My mind is open to pondering endless possibilities, and as you go down the black hole with me, I hope to expand your mind too. Hey guys, so today we're going to talk about something I've been thinking about really deeply lately, and that's that past lives are not necessarily in the past. So metaphysics has gotten to the point where it's been able to prove that time is not necessarily linear. We experience time as being linear in this three-dimensional reality, but time in its essence is not necessarily a linear path. So time is like a collapsed spiral, I would say. So that at any one point, if you have the ability, you could move from the future into the past, the past into the future. And interestingly enough, we can actually do this in our own minds. We can go back in our mind into a past event, a memory, and review it. And Neville Goddard which is a very famous um, theorist or, well, he also is like kind of a modern day philosopher. He was popularized, I believe, in the early 1900s. Um, He has a theory that is called the revision. And in this practice that he presents, he has you go back in time to a moment where you wanted to undergo a change in a situation that didn't go necessarily the way that you wanted it to. So in this practice, he asks that you pull up the memory, review it, and then change in your mind what you didn't like to what you wished would have happened. And in doing so, you're essentially changing the energetic outcome of what has already happened in the past but you're shaping your future based on something that actually didn't recur didn't occur rather in your current reality but because you're changing the energetics you're able to to tailor your future and direct it in a new direction basically what this whole practice is having you do and it's really good for is that you're able to shape the nature of your life and the direction that you want it to go in, even if certain events took place where there was a lot of negativity or things didn't go in the direction that you wanted them to go. Maybe, you know, you made a misstep or maybe you responded in a way that you didn't want to respond or, or should have responded differently and you're looking back at that and you're like wow okay well this is how I would have handled things and so you imprint your mind with this new solution this this um I wouldn't say memory but this um scene that you're creating that didn't actually happen but you're changing what happened in your mind and your mind looks at reality as 
well, your subconscious mind, rather, I should say, looks at reality as just this fictitious kind of like video game theory where it doesn't really see it as real. And your subconscious mind is able to process things differently, even if they didn't occur. So you can implant certain scenes in your mind and change the outcome of something in your subconscious, even if you didn't change it in your physical reality. And then once you change it in your subconscious, you're able to change your physical reality because we are changing the energetic undertones of whatever situation happened. Anyways, sorry for flying off on a tangent. Um, Basically, back to this idea that time is not linear. Um, So we're able to jump timelines in our reality. This is not done easily, and it takes a lot of practice and training for you to get to the point where you can jump timelines, but it is entirely possible. And Neville Goddard's The Revision Practice kind of goes along with that theory of jumping timelines. And I'm going to get back to jumping timelines in just a second. Now, I'm going to talk more, I guess, about what I've really been thinking about, how past lives are not necessarily in the past. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of evidence coming to light through intuitive channelers as well as um, some spiritual revelations in our current reality that state that we are incarnated on this planet. And some of us can be what are known as starseeds, meaning we didn't incarnate on Earth before. This could be our first lifetime on Earth. However, we could be very old souls and we could have come from all over the galaxy from Sirius and Orion and all these various places, even planets that in our current reality on our time scale are no longer in existence. But we could have come there. We could have lived a life and at one point or another on that planet. Now, to say that past lives are not necessarily in the past, what I was thinking about was that we choose to come here when we incarnate on Earth. And to say that we're choosing the now is something that we choose because it's spiritually necessary for our growth. However, other souls have been chosen to come here or have chosen themselves to come here um, from higher dimensions. Jesus was one of those to teach um, humanity and the collective certain lessons. But who's to say that these souls didn't necessarily come from somewhere far, far off in the future or from some futuristic, technologically advanced or intellectually or spiritually advanced cultures and they chose to come to Earth? And so even though, like, this is a new life and you would think in the past you would be coming from a place that was less advanced that this isn't necessarily true you could be coming from somewhere that is entirely more advanced and this can be seen in certain individuals that seem to be more advanced in terms of our human intellectual and spiritual as well as psychological capabilities so when we see people that seem to have powers of intuition or they have 
you know, the ability to see the future or monks that are able to levitate or do amazing, amazing, crazy things with their body that seemingly isn't capable for the rest of us. These souls are potentially coming from places that are more advanced in many ways than us. And they're bringing this knowledge through their souls, which is why it's a little easier for them to access in this current lifetime, as well as they're providing an opportunity for humanity to see their true potential. The other interesting thing is that as we move forward more into the age of Aquarius, we're seeing more and more higher dimensional beings incarnate on our planet to raise the vibration and to teach us about our current human potential and what we're able to access and, and tap into. And this is really, really inspiring to those of us that are awakened because we realize that there is an infinite number of possibilities for what we're capable of. Now, I want to touch upon this idea of reincarnation. Reincarnation is probably one of the oldest theories and subjects that has been around for tens of thousands of years, originating from sacred Indian texts. But in the last century, we've had several people arrive on the scene who have conducted research to try and prove the theory of reincarnation. And one such person is Dr. Michael Newton, who has a best-selling book that is titled Destiny of Souls. And if you ever have the chance to read it, I highly recommend it. It's really, really interesting. And it, it's a thought-provoking book that is going to be very eye-opening to what is possible and what is potentially happening um, in creating our reality. Because in this book, Dr. Michael Newton states that we choose to incarnate. And we know what our life is going to look like before we incarnate during a life review. We know the major roadblocks. We know the major choices that we're going to have to make. And we choose the circumstances in, in which we incarnate on this planet. And it's so that our souls can undergo a certain level of growth through these challenges. Now, let's pretend for a moment that this is 100% fact and proven and everyone in our reality knows that this is exactly how incarnation works. We get to choose the circumstances in which that we come to this planet and all of us are aware that this is just how things operate. Now, if this is the case, who's to say that we don't come from all over the universe? and are choosing to come to planet Earth under certain circumstances. And we knowingly come here in order to release karma and learn soul lessons and gain growth. But who's to say that we don't come here from more advanced civilizations? And we aren't, who's to say like we aren't these advanced beings, higher dimensional beings that are choosing to incarnate in earth or maybe we're from a future earth a potential you know on the brink of where global warming or some crazy pandemic has devastated the planet and we're choosing to come back to a simpler time because our souls are more evolved and we're choosing to right our wrongs what if we are actually reshaping the past from the future 
through incarnation. I'd like you to pause to ponder for just a moment on the thought of, is the collective working together to create a new future by shaping the past? Please take a few moments to think that through. Now, let's get back to the concept of timelines. Earlier I mentioned that there is a way to jump timelines through our current reality and that we have endless possibilities. This concept actually ties into the multiverse theory and parallel realities. So I'm going to present a very simple way of understanding how to jump a timeline. So basically, since everything is energy, we are going to be manipulating the underlying currents of energy in order to alter our reality to attract a new timeline or a new future for ourselves. One of the best ways that we can attract a new timeline to our reality is by becoming a new version of ourselves. And at first, it can seem like we are stepping into unknown territory and a personality that doesn't seem like ours. And I'm not sure if you all are familiar with imposter syndrome, but we can experience a lot of that as we step into a new identity in order to bring and attract into our lives a new timeline with new experiences and a totally different reality. Imposter syndrome is basically when you are performing um, in a certain way or you're presenting yourself in a certain way and while it's a conscious choice, internally you feel like it doesn't seem authentic because it's new to you. Because you're so used to um, a traditional pattern that it doesn't feel like you're worthy of being a different person. There's actually more that goes into the imposter syndrome, but for right now, I'm just going to keep that really brief. So to go along with the multiverse theory and parallel realities, there is something that has been presented for a while known as the butterfly effect. And there's a bunch of movies based on this about how this choice leads to this choice and this outcome and da-da-da. And the statement of, oh, if a butterfly flaps its wings, then a hurricane happens hundreds of thousands of miles away. Okay, well, reality doesn't really work like that, at least not from my experience. And the way we're going to jump timelines is not through our small choices, because our small choices really don't have that much of an impact on where our reality and our future is directed. It's basically the big choices, but a huge part of this is also how we feel and our emotions that are projected onto our daily lives and projected in, in, into like the future and how we feel about the future and how we feel about things that we want to bring into our lives. And a lot of our emotions are attractors. So while we can be, you know, depressed, it's really hard to push out of that state. But this is why gratitude is such a great practice. And if you listen to one of my earlier episodes on gratitude being a daily practice, I highly suggest that because it's one of the best ways that you can attract what you want into your life. Our emotions are highly powerful. They are super attractors to anything that vibrates on the same wavelength. So if we are living in a state of sadness and repression and all these kind of like downward emotions, we're going to be attracting more of the same things. Now, if we are consciously seeking to feel happiness and we are imagining scenarios within our mind 
where we are happy and we are confident and we are grateful and the world is just a joyous place to be and we belong, we are going to be attracting situations and a future that is shaped around what we're feeling internally. So it's really important that we gain control over emotions rather than letting our emotions control us. Now, that's not to say that you're not allowed to be human and have human emotions when certain situations that are out of your control are presented to you. For example, if one of your family members dies, of course you're not going to force yourself out of feeling sad or, you know, even having that sense of grief wash over you. Like, the best way to move through something that arises, like emotions that arise out of your control based on events that occurred to you and that you didn't choose for yourself is through acceptance. So we want to accept the emotions that come up within us and arise and we want to make peace with them. But at the same time, we want to build a daily practice, daily rituals where we are consciously creating the type of emotions and the emotional wavelengths that we want to experience, not only now, but more so in the future. And this is how we are able to jump timelines. This is the main basis for how we are able to do that. It's also the main point for how you become a new version of yourself by changing your emotional states. I've given you a really big key on how to jump timelines, but I hope that you really enjoyed thinking about what it could potentially mean that our past lives are not in the past, that we could be coming from the future, we could be coming from other planets um, around our universe and around our galaxy, and how we could be here to show humanity its potential. Personally, my theory as to why we would be revamping and re-envisioning and reshaping the past from the future by reincarnation is simply because if you look around our galaxy and around our universe, Earth is a pretty rare planet. It has the capacity to hold life because it has all the elements for life to prosper on it. And how we came to be as human beings is quite a marvel in and of itself. So I feel like the higher dimensional beings that exist within our universe um, really want to protect this planet and all of its unique qualities. So they're probably incarnating here and some earth beings also probably from the future are reincarnating into the past to reshape the future so that our planet is able to heal and that we don't destroy our planet so that we're able to save it before it's too late. And I'm aware that a lot of people already think it's too late just because global warming is at a point in time where it's irreversible. But to be honest, I hold the hope and the strength that nature always finds a way. And nature is incredibly miraculous. Even though it can be pushed to the brink of death, things can come back to life and they can still prosper despite being pushed to that point. And I believe it's the same with our planet. I believe if we were able to make enough changes consciously, 
we would be able to reverse the damage that we've done to this planet. And I don't believe that it's going to be too late. I believe Mother Nature is going to find a way, one way or another. And some of the ways that I'm reminded of this is like, just look at how trees are in society or even weeds. They find a way through the concrete. The tree and its roots will find a way despite the fact that they're covered in concrete. They will push their way through because they're looking for the ways that they're able to survive and thrive and they don't care what's in their way. So nature is powerful enough to find its way and I truly, truly believe that in my heart. Thank you so much for joining me down the black hole. I hope your mind was expanded and that you're able to see the world through a new lens. If you enjoyed your journey down the black hole, please subscribe to my channel. And if you want more content, you can follow me on Instagram at starseed.coeli. In the meantime, keep your mind open. The universe is full of endless possibilities.